Steve's 2022 season preview, the Canterbury Bulldogs. Hey everybody and welcome to the first edition of Steve's NRL Footy Tips for 2022. I'm your host, Stephen Westway, and it is an honor to be back on board for the podcast for another year. Congratulations, a big congratulations to the Penrith Panthers who won the 2021 Grand Final 14-12 in a classic Grand Final encounter against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Man, that match delivered. Penrith, a much-deserved Premiers after, you know, dominating the competition for the last two seasons. South Sydney, brave as always, and you could argue that South Sydney weren't outplayed in the Grand Final, but Penrith definitely took advantage of a couple of key moments in that match and an absolute worthy Clive Churchill medalist in Nathan Cleary. It was a grand final for the ages, one that will be remembered forever. But over the next month, I'm going to be looking at every team in the NRL and I'm going to give you my season preview for them. I'm excited to do so. I'm going to look at their strongest 17. I'm going to assess their weaknesses and their strengths and ultimately, I'm going to predict where every team in this competition is going to end up at the end of 25 rounds in the NRL Telstra Premiership. So I'm excited to really get into all these teams, to deep dive into them and uh, see what you guys think. See if you guys agree with me. See if you disagree. Who do you guys think is going to win the Premiership? Let me know in the comments of these podcasts. Get involved with the community because, you know, when I posted that I was coming back for this year, I was overwhelmed by the support that I got when I posted the schedule for these season previews on my Facebook page, Steve's NRL Footy Tips. If you haven't, please go there and like that, support the page. All the latest updates and news for the show will come on that page. But I'm just glad I'm a one man. I'm a one man show here. Over the past two years, who knew back in 2020 that when I started an NRL podcast that a pandemic was about to affect the whole world and change everybody's lives forever. But I've been so fortunate to be able to sit here every week of the NRL season and talk about what I love and have people listen. And your support has been unreal. I can't believe that there's so many people that care about this this podcast, about one man sharing his NRL opinions. For those that are listening for the first time, I am not an NRL expert. I'm just a, a massive fan of the game. I have been since the age of three years old. I am a South Sydney supporter. I tried not to be biased at any opportunity, but I just love talking about the game, and I love talking about footy with my mates. I love watching footy. I love playing footy, and I just hope that, and, I, and it seems like it has, that some of my passion... Uh, for the for the sport of rugby league has affected some other people and, and, and they've enjoyed listening to the show for the last two years and I'm, I'm honoured and I'm humbled to continue the show and I've got big plans for it this year. I mean, I'm excited to bring in a bunch of guests. I mean, it's been hard with the pandemic the past two years. I'm excited to bring back some favourites that we've had on the show before but also to introduce some, some new favourites. I'm going to talk about Supercoach a little bit more, not just NRL footy tips. Don't worry, I'm going to cover all the games of the season again as well, including the international and, and origin affairs. I'm excited to add some new segments to the show. I want to uh, add a player profiles section with either a current player or a legend of the game every fortnight. I'm going to deep dive into their career a little bit. When I'm not doing those every fortnight, I'm going to look at a classic game in the history of the NRL, and I'm, I'm going to watch it throughout the fortnight and and share my thoughts on it, and it's going to relate to a game that's on that weekend. So there's a lot to look forward to. As I said at the start of the show, and as you guys saw 
with the title of the video, today I'm going to be covering the Canterbury Bulldogs and I'm going to preview their season for 2022. But if you want the full schedule, basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to start from the team that finished last, which is the Bulldogs in 2021, and work my way to the Premiers, the Penrith Panthers of last year and, and see how they're going to go this year. But if you guys haven't, before we kick the proceedings off with my season preview for the Bulldogs, if you haven't, please subscribe to the show. Whenever you guys listen to your favorite podcasts, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, who I distribute this show through that app, um, please support because this is how I get the show out. Please like Steve's NRL Footy Tips on Facebook, but how I get this podcast to more people that love the game, we can really expand the community. And you guys have done such an unbelievable job at supporting the show since I started in 2020. I think I'm one of the first, if not the first, NRL podcast to start for the year in terms of talking about 2022. Um, I'm coming back so early. I mean, we got 44 days before the start of the, the season. And the best way for you guys to help support the show is please subscribe on one of those platforms. Please leave a review, leave a five-star review, whether, especially on our podcast or Spotify. And, um, you know, I hope this season, and I'm sure it will be the Best season of Steve's and NRL footy tips yet. I'm going to be dropping these season previews three days a week. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So we're going to go all the way to March 1st. Then on March, I believe it's March 5th. No, sorry. We're going to... The season previews finish on March 1st. And then on March 8th, so the week after, will be the first edition of Steve's and NRL footy tips before the season starts on the Thursday, the 10th of March. So, I mean, we've got plenty of content coming your way. Tell me who you think is going to win the Premiership. Tell me if my opinions are right about these teams that I'm talking about. I mean, I'm sure everybody's got their own opinions on how their own clubs are going to go, how other teams that have, you know, got a lot of signing and, and a lot of personnel changes are going to go. It's a big season for a lot of these teams. A lot of coaches are under pressure. A lot of players are under pressure. And, you know, it's going to be, hopefully... The best season in NRL yet. I always hope for that at the start of every year. But let's kick it off now. Let's get straight into the Canterbury Bulldogs season preview. And, you know, 2021 was a season to forget for the Bulldogs. They uh, they only won three games all year. Trent Barrett came into the club with a lot of expectation long-term about how he's going to affect his club. He was a key figure in Penrith completely changing their attack, which led them to so much success in 2020, that all eyes was on him, uh, and Kyle Flanagan, the new halfback that came in at the start of last year. But let's be honest, the club was in a, in a mess of a state. I mean, the salary cap problems were more massive. Des Hasler and all the personnel that used to run the club about four or five years ago there were some bad decisions made. I don't want to put the blame on anyone, but the, the club was in a dire state and they really struggled for several years to put a competitive 17 on the field each and every week. And that continued into 2021. I mean, Trent Barrett is a very talented coach, but he's not a miracle worker and he knew that it was going to be an initiation of fire. That's what he got. They won three games all year. They averaged 13 points in attack, conceded the most points, made the most... Uh, Set of the most points, made the least amount of meters. But the thing that I liked about the Bulldogs, despite all that negativity, they remained competitive on the field each and every week. There was times throughout the year where they knew, and they just it just seemed like 
nothing was going right for them, that the match was going to end in defeat, but they might have been losing by six points, they might have been losing by 24 points, but the Bulldogs, for the majority of the season, just seem to keep showing up for each other, trying their best each week, and you know, for all those Bulldogs fans listening to the show, that had to be an, uh, an encouraging sign, because as long as you're putting the effort in, eventually the results will come, and they might not have came in 2021, but there were some really big you know, moments throughout the season in terms of setting up your future. The Bulldogs' hard work last season paid off in a round 25 demolition of the West Tigers, and it was great to see the fans have something to cheer for last year, but they had more to cheer off off the field because, you know, Trent Barrett was a big, big signing, but Phil Gould was just as massive and not more massive as kind of a consultant and an overseer um, of the of the football department. I mean... What he brings is he brings a lot of influence in the game. He brings a lot of brand awareness and a lot of name value. And I think he's going to be able to attract a lot of players to the club and a lot of you know key sponsors and, and important figures in the world of Australian sport. And by all means, he's already done that. I mean, the Bulldogs signing both before and after the arrival of Phil Gould to the club has been absolutely enormous. Him and Trent Barrett working together... The possibilities are endless with where this club can go in the next five years. We look at the season signings that they made for 2022. You look at the losses first. And I mean, there's some players here that have been around for a really long time. And, you know, have crafted their trade at the, Bull, uh, the Bulldogs. Guys like Will Hoppawati, Lachlan Lewis, Dylan Napper, Dallin Wateen, Zelezniak, and Adam Elliott. They're all gone for one reason or another. They've all left the club. So have guys like a Tony, Dean Britt, Nick Cottrick, Christian Crichton, all guys with promising futures. They've also lost some guys like Tyrone Hardy, Haleta, Katoa, Manu, Chris Smith, and Romanus that were in the lower grades, you know, plodding their trade, trying to become a full-time first-grade rugby league player. And that hurts because you're losing some of the depth there that, that you know, could really carry the club into the future. Then you look at the players that they've signed, and it's a who, who, who's who of superstars from around the NRL. I mean, you look at the big ones. Josh Adokar comes from such a successful Melbourne culture. He's seen success. He knows what it is. He's perhaps probably the best winger over the last five years in the competition overall. He's going to bring so much experience, and he's just going to bring the culture of winning to the club. Then he's joined by Matt Burden, and Matt Burden signed with the Bulldogs prior to the start of the 2021 season. What the Bulldogs didn't know is that they paid a lot for him, but they were paying unders for him because the season that Matt Burden had in 2021 was unbelievable. Center of the year, when he's a natural 5'8 slash halfback, he's used to controlling a club, and he did that in times of the year when Cleary or Luai weren't available due to origin or injury. But what Matt Burden got to do was learn from some of the elite players in the game at Penrith there, guys like Cleary that I mentioned. And, and he just learned how to play his natural game, to have confidence in, in himself, which led to that center of the year award. And, you know, a great try in the grand final. And, you know, he was a supporting player at the Penrith Panthers. He's going to be the focus and the main driving force of the Bulldogs' attack in 2022. And they need it because... You know, they were, as I mentioned, they were the worst attacking side in 2021. And you don't win many games if you can only score two tries in a game. I mean, 12, 13 points, that's not winning you many games of football. So Matt Burden's going to have a lot of pressure on his shoulders, and the, and the guys around him are going to have to step up, and he's going to be expected to help elevate 
those other players that have been at the club for several years to a whole new level based on the confidence and the skill that he brings to the team. They've signed Matt Dufty from the Dragons, who's looking... I've criticised him on the show in the past, but he's looking for a full-time fullback spot. He gets his chance at the Canterbury Bulldogs. Brett Naden, another guy who's had some up and downs in his career. He's going to come over from Penrith. He's got a promising future. Um, Josh Cook's a promising young player. He signs as well from South Sydney. He's a, a hooker of the future. We'll see if he can break into the first-grade team in 2022. Braden Burns, another decent centre plot in his, pra- at, his trade there at South Sydney has come over. Um, to make an impression at the Bulldogs as well. Tavita Pengai Jr. is a big one because he adds an X factor that the Bulldogs haven't had, especially in the forward pack, someone that can break a game open for a long time. And now they have several coming over just in this season. And the last but not least, Paul Vaughan, who got sacked halfway through the year by the St. George Dragons for breaking COVID protocols. He's going to join the Bulldogs, try to get a fresh start, try to get a fresh perspective and save his NRL career. And let me tell you, Paul Vaughan... At his best, is one of the best props in the NRL. So, I mean, there's so much talent that they're bringing into the club. And really, it's the team in round one of 2022 could be completely unrecognizable to all the other teams that we've seen from the Bulldogs um, for a very long time. And they're going to hopefully bring an air of confidence. I mean, it's all right to have all these great players on paper. But they've never played together. They've got to be able to gel and they've got to be able to find it fast because the Bulldogs didn't win a game this year uh, in 2021, I believe, until round seven. And they can't start like this in, in 2022. I mean, they only won one of their first 12 last year. Obviously, they only won three games all season. But the pressure is going to be on them to have a quick start. They've got a very winnable game in round one against the Cowboys. And if you look at their strongest lineup... You can go on Zero Tackle, which is a great rugby league website. You can go on Fox Sports, who have got their round one predicted team. But I'm going to go on NRL.com and what they say their best 17. At fullback, Matt Dufty has has got the job. We'll see if he can keep it um, this season. He's going to be a big inclusion. We'll see how he goes. He's going to have a lot of question marks on him. The wingers, you've got Josh Adokar and Corey Allen. Brett Naden and Braden Burns are the NRL.com's predicted centers. Now, in that back five, you've got guys like Braden Burns and a rookie of the by the name of Aaron Shoup who had a breakout season in 2021. They're both going to be knocking on the door to get those starting spots. So I'm not sure about this one to five that NRL.com's named. But uh, regardless of who they line up with, guys like Corey Allen, Braden Burns, they're going to be in for a challenge to keep their spot there in first grade. And even Matt Dufty, if he doesn't start the season well, they could go in different directions. They're going to get a lot more quality ball, and especially when you got an explosive finisher like Josh Adokar. The sky's the limit to what this Bulldogs' backline could become. I don't know if they're there yet, though. But in the half, Matt Burden, of course, he's going to have a lot of pressure on him to lead this team with whoever his half-partner is. The NRL.com website and, and staff there think it will be Jake Avarillo in the seven jersey, but Brandon Wakeham and Kyle Flanagan are in contention. Avarillo was great last year for him, and he actually won the coaches, so Trent Barrett's Player of the Year award last season. But since coming to the club, Kyle Flanagan has been thrown up by Phil Gould, and the club's really backed him, and, and, and Phil Gould thinks that he's got a promising career left. And, you know, he's in and out of first grade. They had a lot of pressure on him last year. I think he's we're still yet to see the best of, of Flanagan in first grade. And if he gets another chance, I think he might make the most of it. Now he's got some more confidence players around him because confidence from other players can bring out confidence in guys that, you know, have had all the pressure on the world 
on their shoulders in the past couple of years. Brennan Wakeham, unfortunately, seems like the uh, the lost man out in that trio for the halfback race. The forward pack. See, this is what I mean about uh, Tavita Pengai Jr. coming in and giving a bit of X factor because you look at the Bulldogs forward packs for the past few years and they're really a workhorse type. You know, they don't... They, they do their work. Like Josh Jackson, he's making 50 tackles a game. He's making 100 metres, and he's a great player. But what they need is someone that can break the line, and I think that Tavita Pengai does that while Josh Jackson does the hard work, and if Pengai can lift up you know, his, his consistency that he has struggled to maintain at the Broncos for the last couple of years, he could be a game-changer at this club. But Luke Thompson, Paul Vaughan in the props, two great props, especially on their game. Jeremy Marshall, Kings the hooker. He's going to try to nail down that starting position in the second row. And I don't think it's going to be uh, Fatala Marin, a partner with Pengai Jr. Now, there's a couple of guys in contention. You've got Waddell there. Heverington can play in the second row. I think he's better off the bench, Heverington. And obviously, the captain, Josh Jackson, in the number 13 jersey. So, I mean, a lot to look forward to in that in that starting 13. On the bench, you've got guys like Brian Diodo, the, the other contenders that won't get picked for, uh, for the half, probably Wakeham and, and Flanagan in the mix there. Heverington's going to add a lot of impact from the bench. Whoever doesn't start, probably Corey Riddell there and other Semenga Fengai as well. Um, they've got guys like Matt Dory kicking the door down. So their 17 looks good. Uh, their forward pack, as I mentioned, they're going to be a workhorse type. They're going to hope that guys like Tanita Pengai can add a little bit of spark there. But it's not all going to come together at once in my prediction for the uh, Bulldogs. They need points. They need a quick start. They've got a very winnable game to start the year against the Cowboys. As I mentioned, they need to make the most of that game because... My Cowboys season previews the the season coming up. My season preview coming up next um, on Wednesday, and we'll talk about more of them. But that's a winnable game. They got the Broncos after that, so they can start their season with a bang here, the Bulldogs. But they need a couple wins under their belt early. If they get a few key injuries, I don't know how they're going to react because I don't know how far their depth goes. They got a lot of promising young kids in the lower grades. Don't get me wrong, but are they NRL ready? Well, some of these guys are going to be tested because especially with the new COVID protocols, you can see guys, you know, teams miss five or six players every week because of COVID potentially. So the top 30 is going to be a high priority on these season previews for me this year. And I don't know how strong the depth of the Bulldogs are. Matt Burden's got a lot of pressure on his shoulders. I mean, as I said, it's different to be a supporting player and he was great last year. He's, I think he's got a huge future in the game. But the pressure's on him this year, and it's going to be sink or swim with his half-partner. I think he can rise to the occasion, but it's not going to be perfect all the time for him. I think that he needs to really mature his kicking game, his general kicking game, to another level. And, you know, not give opposition easy meters, starting their sets on the 30 or 40 meter line for most of the games, like the Bulldogs tended to do a lot in 2021. So overall, where do I see the Bulldogs? I mean, we've covered some of their strengths. We've covered some of their weaknesses. They can't clock off in games. They really need to show the same amount of passion they did in 2021. Those remaining guys at the club need to find it. And, you know, the, the new recruits need to realize that this is a club that's been struggling for a long time. There's going to be a lot of pressure, a lot of expectations from the fans on these new signings. And it's not all going to come together at once. As I've mentioned many times, it's going to take time to develop your bond as a team. But really, you just got to, you've got to get out there, have a go, give your best every week and, you know, that's the Bulldog spirit. That's been their fighting spirit for the last year. They can't lose sight of that this season, especially now they've got some more expectation on them. They've got to turn up each and every week and for 80 minutes. They can't be clocking off half a game and lending some easy points when they have a lead and they end up losing, you know, 22 to 18. They can't do that. 
They're a better team on paper this year than that, and Trent Barrett is going to have these guys fired up, especially considering we know what he can do um, when he's got a good attacking team around him. He can develop them into a real explosive force in the NRL. So um, I actually think the the Bulldogs, they're not going to be down the bottom of the ladder, Bulldogs fans. Rest assured, I think they're in for a much more improved season in 2022, but I don't see them making the finals this year. I think 2023 could be their year to, to get back into that finals environment and really thrive there, but they're on the way. They need some time to develop as a union, as a team. They need some bonding sessions, um, any shape or form, and I think they're going to they're gonna find their way. I think they might just slip away a little bit at the back end of the season, but I think they, if they can start the season well, they give them chance. They give themselves a chance for the top eight, but I have them in that 6-12 to 12 position. I'm going to predict that the Canterbury Bulldogs finish in 11th place in 2022, but as I said, a lot of potential in this lineup, and I'm really excited for what the future holds for this Canterbury Bulldogs team. All right, well, that was my season preview for the Canterbury Bulldogs in 2022. I'm excited about what the future holds for them. We're excited for the rest of these season previews. Wednesday, it's the North Queensland Cowboys coming out. And, man, I know a lot of people have expectations on where they're going to finish. On Friday, we're going to talk about, I believe, the 14th finishing in 2021 West Tigers and the expectations on their shoulders for the season. So a lot coming up this week, a lot coming up for the next five weeks. I hope you guys strap in and enjoy a lot of Steve's NRL footy tips in the next month as we really... Get ready, get excited for the start of the 2022 NRL season and the trials are coming quicker than you guys can imagine. I'm I'm excited for the Charity Shield. I'm excited for the All-Star Game. A lot of content coming your way on Steve's NRL Footy Tips and in the NRL in general. But thank you guys for checking out the season launch for the podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. I hope you, you know, enjoyed my perspective on where I think the Bulldogs are going to finish. Let me know if you agree with my prediction for the Bulldogs. Do you guys think they're going to finish 11th? Do you think they'll finish higher? Do you think they'll finish lower? I'm excited to hear your opinions. And thank you guys for listening. Once again, to Steve's NRL Footy Tips, please like the page on Facebook. Please subscribe wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcast. And I'll see you guys on Wednesday on the next Steve's NRL Season Preview for 2022.